Hello and welcome to the Scott Sportscast Fantasy Football League Week 4 Predictions slash Week 3 Recap. I am your host, the one to boast, the one with the most, the one who uh, almost had himself another win against a, a top competitor, but we'll take a look at that in a minute. I want to bring in my brother from the same mother. George, George Scott, how you doing? Yo, what is going on, Scott Sportscast Nation? Glad to be here. We're uh, ready to break down this week three matchup that we had, take a look at our updated rankings, and get forward to um, our week four matchups. We're going to look forward here, see uh, who's going to fall, who's going to rise in these rankings. Yep. So, so let's start with our recaps. Um, what what game are we going to start with here? Oh, uh, let's just start with uh, left to right. You know. Oh man, that's me first. So your host, the one that boasts, had himself a pretty tough matchup this week, going against the undefeated uh, Watt in the hell. Uh, Pretty, pretty solid matchup, as you can see the graph. We, uh, main, main biggest difference really came down to this 30-yard run by Lamar Jackson. But then the defense almost cost him. And then you had a, a, that last-minute touchdown to Boyle that uh, really pushed – what in the hell over the edge uh eight point win or you know seven point something close game great game uh biggest differences in the game had to be uh quarterback drew Brees going off for 27 compared to 13 lamar jackson you know didn't see that one coming that was a that one really kept me in it um but the biggest difference was that Alvin Kamara, 36-point game, man. Uh, without Michael Thomas there, he's getting the workload and he's making it count. But uh, they, they lost that game to the, to the Packers. Um, and then Tyler Lockett was a huge uh, – he really kept me in this game. And then Tyreek Hill was another big, big part. Um, both of our defenses had some really tough matchups, some high-power offense. Uh, we we trusted our defenses, and, uh, you know, hey, they uh, they balanced out this week, so <laughs> no harm, no foul, you know. So um, great, great uh, matchup. You have uh, Watt in the hell going up 3-0 and uh, me 1-2. But, hey, great, great matchup that week. Yeah, definitely. Um, as advertised, this one was expected to be a close one. Um, like you said, Lamar Jackson showing that he's got what it takes to get it done when it's all on the line. And uh, it always comes down to Monday night. Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, um, you know, these are two great quarterbacks. You you expect them to put up a lot of points every week. So when Lamar Jackson has a uh, – a down week you got to take advantage and it's just his 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 worst game this year still was just enough to 
to get him the victory over here uh, to get Watt in the hell to 3-0. and So props to Lamar Jackson for that. Uh, also just, you know, great game all around. So what's uh, what's the next matchup? We have the Yaka man picking up his first win against Bang Bang Niner Gang, 125. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you brought it up. Let's talk about it here. The Yaga man, the defending champ, finally back in the win column. Now, this has been a, been a slow start. Maybe my, my worst start in fantasy football, definitely if I would have dropped to 0-3, it would have been. So I'm definitely happy here to open the floodgates. Now that I tasted a little bit of blood, I want more. So I'm looking to take out the undefeated guys now. I got some, some tar- I got some names on my list that I'm trying to cross off, like Arrow, all right, from the CW show. All right, Oliver Queen. I got, I got a list here that I'm trying to take some bad guys out. Nice. So, so it starts this week against What in the Hell. I'm going to show them What in the Hell is all about. All right. <laughs> but let's break down this last week's matchup. A very close game. Um, the real difference here came down to the running backs. All my running backs decided to show up. Um, if Kenyon Drake would have produced the way that he normally does, you could have easily seen a victory here for Bang Bang Niner Gang, who who also falls to one and two. So, um, again, great matchup here. Relied on Aaron Rodgers, relied on some veterans. They're finally starting to get the rust off and get into some midseason form here. Um, crazy with all the coronavirus and injuries happening. Um, you never know who to start each week. It's gonna be it's gonna be a gamble each week. And now rosters are getting thin. Tennessee Titans got some COVID stuff going on, so who knows how much longer we got in the season, or who's gonna be available week to week. So let's make them um, count. So we're gonna make all these games count. So it's definitely nice to to get that first win here and uh, real close game. Could have gone either way. Glad to pull it out. Uh, every every matchup this year is going to be very tough. So uh, you got to take all the victories when you get them. Yeah, it's just like the NFL, man. It's a uh, cherish every win because they don't come easy. It's uh, there's a lot of talented players out there, and not just for their own personal team, but for our teams that we, you know, fans get a pick them and root for them and draft them. And, you know, it's just such an awesome thing to be able to play some fantasy sports, you know. Absolutely. So let's uh, move on here to our next matchup that we had week three. We had Mariota had a little lamb taking on the number one Bravehearts. And um, the number one versus the number eight. So Mariota had a little lamb only putting up 85 points. It's a the big light down. He had a lot of Raiders players who didn't come through this week against the Patriots. Um, tough to gauge because the Raiders have been playing really well. They've been firing on all cylinders. Um, so whenever you, whenever you got guys like Derek Carr, Josh Jacobs, Henry Ruggs, you, you expect these guys to um, put up a lot of points and get you the win in John Gruden's system. So 
Um, that's always tough relying on a lot of guys from one team. I, I made that mistake early on this year with the Eagles. Um, they turned out to not, not be playing very good football because of the offensive line. So um, Bravehearts steamrolling here. Huge, um, almost 50-point victory. Um, this matchup right here at quarterback. I mean, Dak versus uh, Russell Wilson, and, you know, they both – they both produced. They both performed up to par, and what a heck of a matchup there it was, 40 and 30-something, you know? Like, that's just uh, – both, both quarterbacks went off, but it negated each other, and that's the biggest key right here is they, they canceled each other out almost, so you don't have that 15-point lead or anything like you normally would. <laughs> Absolutely. MVP Danger Russ so far. All right. That's all I got to say is if you, if you got Russell Wilson in your fantasy leagues, you're a happy man. And, and Delvin, Delvin, Cook, Delvin Cook's keeping the ball rolling here. Um, and Travis uh, Kelsey, doing, Travis Kelsey uh, you know, did his thing, but still, um, still just couldn't overcome all these other players like Delvin Cook and all these guys. So tough, yep. tough matchup. Mario had a little lamb falls to 0 and 3. Well, Bravehearts moves to 3 and 0. So you got the number one and the number eight seed. Um, and pretty much what you would expect. But and the lock of the week, every week in fantasy football is you never know what's going to happen, especially this season. So Stay in there, Mariota had a little lamb. You know, be active on those waivers, and hopefully, you know, you get in that one call. I mean, you need a win next week, or it's going to start looking pretty rough. Uh, you don't want to yeah. start. It's hard to make the playoff zone four. Yeah. So, but at the same time, uh, just to touch on your game, yeah, it really came down to that late Aaron Rodgers touchdown to Lazard. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it and it really sealed the game for you there, um, but yeah, on this matchup you had uh, just a injury plague drafted a team for uh, a little lamb, and uh, like I said, man, uh, those running backs keep rolling for for brave hearts, and uh, his players are producing so. So definitely number one ranked right now for a reason. So, all right, and so then our, our last matchup here, we have a very very close matchup. Uh, not, but <laughs> pause not, pause not. But uh, we one have a sixty point blowout here for eight three one Myrmidons taking out big. Mick Scott Lombardi. Um, so why don't, looks, why don't you walk us through what happened here? Looks like Josephine ran into a little bit of a problem whenever uh, 831 Marvin drafted Patrick Mahomes. So, <laughs> cause, first uh, overall. But uh, yeah, even without Patrick Mahomes, it looks like uh, Marvin would have won. Uh, we had. Uh, a huge disadvantage at quarterback here. 46 points for Patrick Mahomes. 
And uh, 30 15, points. Yeah, no, 15 points for, for Watson. Um, yep. Mahomes doing his thing. Every time I see him throw, his, throw the ball, his receivers are just wide open and getting yards after the catch. And I, even whenever they're covered, they're making tough catches. It's, uh, that offense is just dangerous. Recommend anybody on that offense for fantasy. <laughs> yeah. And so even though San Francisco and New England Patriots kind of had a stalemate there along with the kickers, it's just hard to overcome a 30-point difference at one position. Um, and then you add a 10-point difference with the Kareem Hunt and the Mark Ingram matchup. And at the wide I mean, receiver, Juju Smith-Schuster compared to Marquise Brown, it's, you know, that's 50 points but, right there that you can't get back. And, and then um, the flex with another 10 points is uh, just icing on the cake. Yeah, so this is just a, a matchup where one Over of the top guys, you know, really showed that his team comes to play. And, you know, he – he didn't like losing to what in the hell. And so um, he took it all out on big mix Scott Lombardi here. <laughs> all right. So let's uh, get into our next week's matchup. So week four. So start well, now. So let's take a look at the rankings here. Let's, uh, let's take a look at the current rankings. You got it on your screen, screen share. Yeah, it's getting there. Uh, league. Go to league, top ten. So. Okay, so there we go. So we have Brave Hearts in first. What in the hell in second? Tied at three and zero. Eight three one Marmadins moved to two and one. Uh. Big Mitt Scott Lombardi moving moving on down to fourth place here. So if we have, uh, season ended today, these would be your top four teams. So Bang Bang Niner getting in fifth, host that boast in sixth, the Yaga Man in seventh, and bringing up the rear with 0-3 is Mariota had a little lamb. Now we got some work to do here on this bottom half if we're going to push for yeah. a playoff spot. But you also have to remember that's a, that's a lot of people tied for third place. So we're only on week three, and it's, oh, uh, yeah. it ain't going to stay like that for long. So this is, we, this is a pivotal part yeah. of this where that, that, uh, you're going to start seeing a separation between the, number, the top four teams and the bottom four teams, I believe. And so the team, our team's got to get moving here, man. They, uh, Bringing up the real, we got to end 500 within the that's first. Why we, that's why we play the game, coach. And I feel that I have a potential to do so this week against not only one of the uh, upper competitors, but also my wife, <laughs> Josephine. So if you're listening, hun. We're enemies this week. And, uh, yeah, I still love you, so don't worry about that. But this week, 
it's time. It's time. You better bring it because I'm going to bring it. And I expect ourselves a, a tough matchup. Uh, so let me get back over to the games here. All right. So break us down with your game. So we have me. Uh, who's this? Yep. Host the post. Yep. Projected to be ourselves a really close matchup here. Uh, we have Drew Brees versus Deshaun Watson. I'm gonna have to give the edge to Drew Brees. Um, at running backs, I like her uh, Aaron Jones. Not too concerned about Mark Ingram. Uh, but that is a good matchup against Melvin Gordon, but Melvin Gordon's going against that Denver defense, so I expect a bigger day from Melvin Gordon. Uh, her wide receivers, I feel I have the edge if they perform. Except Melvin for Gordon's going against the Jets defense. Yeah, except for Kelvin Ridley. That one scares me. He can go off for 31. Um, not too worried about the flex with, with, um, with, uh, Hunter Henry, but, uh, Niners defense against Philly could do some big things just due to injury, but also they're injured. So we'll have to see. They played the, the Giants last week. Uh, so we'll have to see how the Niners do. Bears are playing Indianapolis, so that, that'll be a pretty interesting game. Um, Bears get some pressure on that uh, questionable line outside of Quentin Nelson. Uh, expect a couple turnovers. Drew Brees or uh, Phillip Rivers likes to sling the ball, and it's just going to be up to Bears to cover. Uh, I'm going to have to make a change at kicker because Yo, uh, Young Ho Ku is doubtful. Um, yeah, so, you know, it's going to be one of those who who performs, you know. Are the, are the stars going to perform or are the younger guys going to get the looks this week? Uh, we'll see if Julio's back. That might cut down some looks to Ridley. <laughs> or it might increase them, so we'll we'll have to see. Aaron Jones, Ridley. Yeah, when you got Aaron Jones and you got Kelvin Ridley, and you also have um, who is it here? Deshaun Watson against that Minnesota's defense, they could put up some points. So I think it's going to be like like the projection said, a real close one where. Um, I got to agree with the projection that the host that boasts probably on paper should take this W with Tyreek Hill, Drew Brees, um, David Montgomery has been doing some good things. So this one's going to be real close, but I I, I project um, the host that boasts to pick up this W here. Yeah, Montgomery had a down week last week, but I expect him to turn that around this week, especially with Tariq Cohen possibly tearing his ACL. So, um, yep, he was filled in the kick, and uh, someone got pushed into him. So it's like uh, didn't even get a flag for it. 
You know, it's like just man, lost not open enough to get that call. <laughs> yeah, Cam. <laughs> <laughs> Who, who's lucky that I run game? Can you believe game? a ref? Can you believe a ref told a player you're not old enough to get that call, kid? Like, like dude, no. a personal foul is a personal foul. It doesn't matter how old you are. That seems like it's got with age ref. So those are the refs that we yell at every week in, in football. <laughs> yep. So our Not next matchup up here, we have the Yagaman taking on a tough matchup in what in the hell. Yep. Here we're taking on the, the number one seed of the AFC. Braveheart's number one seed of the NFC. No, I'm just joking. But here we're taking on the number two seed, the undefeated what in the hell? I think um, I think Lamar Jackson, always scary, puts up a lot of points. Elvin Kamara, that guy can drop 50 in a heartbeat. So that right there already is a pretty tough matchup. Uh, Chris Carson, questionable. We got to see if he's going to play this week. DeAndre Hopkins can always go off with um, that new offense that he's in. Um, Jared Cook, questionable. And um, David Johnson's been doing some solid things this year. And then on my side, uh, it's really going to depend who comes to play. Um, Aaron Rodgers, been playing solid against that um, number 32 uh, ranked against the quarterback Atlanta defense. A lot of shootouts. So on paper, that's a good matchup. Then you got Austin Eckler, Miles Sanders, who top guys get a lot of a lot of passes, a lot of uh, touches each week, so they can go off at any time. But Miles Sanders going up against a Niners defense that's injured might be a pro, so that's kind of a gamble. Then you got Amari Cooper going against the worst secondary in the league with the Cleveland Browns, or one of the top, or one of the worst secondaries, and then. Stephon Diggs, one of the top receivers, going against Las Vegas Raiders, who tend to be in some shootouts. Um, then you got Zach Ertz. Hopefully he can continue to get closer to his Pro Bowl form. He's been having a slow start because of that Philly offensive line. Four starters out on that offensive line, so it's tough to Damn. get some passing plays downfield. Uh, yeah, their, their only starting player left is the center. So. Um, you know, that left and right side is, is a liability. When 80% of your starting line is out, yeah, that's not good. Yeah, and so that's already 20%, so that's an F. So, <laughs> and then, uh, you know, Cardinals going against that Christian McCaffrey list, Carolina Panthers, uh, which might be a good matchup. So this one, um, I mean, you got to go with, you got to go with the undefeated guy in your pickums. Um, the projections looking like it's going to come down to a real close game. Um, I don't know. Probably got to go with, like I said, got to go with the undefeated guy. But I believe in the Yaga man. He's tasted some blood. He wants more. He's looking to go two and two, get to 500, start making some noise here in these rankings. I mean, so. Washington's defense has been kind of a sleeper. You know, they've been playing pretty tough. Um, so against against the MVP, let's see if they get a little fired up and you know able to slow them down to under twenty points. Um, but other than that, I see Aaron Rodgers 
doing his normal thing, especially, you know, against the Atlanta team that Nick Foles and Mitch Trubisky, well, I guess more Nick Foles took advantage of. Trubisky, I mean, outside that one pick, still had he still had a decent day. I don't know. It's just uh, I think everybody was just wanting Nick Foles in, so he went in. Did it's his the thing. Nick Foles curse, man. As a Philly fan, I know. I love Nick Foles. I was excited when they drafted Nick Foles, but as long as he is on the roster, people just want him to start because he's a great guy, and he's also a great football player, man. That dude, he raises, he elevates his team to be better. He he, yeah. on and off the field, and he just brings this mystique about him, this charisma, this, hey man, I'm just here to work and and have fun and do my thing, and it's contagious, and other guys play hard for him. Um, yeah, so you could, it's the curse, man. It's the curse. Um, Jacksonville never gave him a shot, but I'm glad that the Bears um, are giving him one. But I don't think Trubisky did anything to really lose that job. Yeah, I didn't see Warrant seeing the bench except for that one forced interception, you know. Um, but, I mean, Nick Foles just does a better job at reading a defense. Uh, he stays oh, Nick a little- Foles is a better player regardless, but um, I still He's- think that – they should have gone like another week or two with Trubisky. Um, I mean, Trubisky's led what, three, no? Trubisky's led two comebacks <laughs> in the past two weeks, and then so I don't know why you would assume he wasn't going to do it this week, you know. But I definitely saw an elevation in the play of the players. They started playing harder for when Nick Foles was out there. They started. And, and he throws the he throws a real catchable ball for these jump ball guys, these bigger targets, and he just he puts his receivers in good positions and and makes an easy catch. Like he throws the ball for his receivers to catch it with in in good. He, they're not forcing things, and even if they are forcing jump balls, like he puts it where his guy has the best opportunity. Yeah, and I I just think that you know I felt like the play calling got better in the fourth quarter rather than, you know, I felt like opened the whole, up the playbook and a lot of that may have had to do with, uh, Nick Foles, you know, I wasn't in the huddle. I wasn't on the sideline. I don't know. <laughs> well, he has a high football IQ and he was, um, and Matt Nagy was the offensive coordinator when Nick Foles or was the, uh, backup quarterback for the Kansas city chiefs and actually ended up starting for the chiefs for a little bit before Patrick Mahomes. So, yeah. He's familiar with what Nick Foles can do and has plays for Nick Foles and probably just said, hey, man, same playbook. You know, here we go. Uh, he was, you know, Doug Peterson, also from that Andy Reid tree, so they got some similar concepts and ideas. So, um, you know, Nick Foles is a good fit. Definitely a waiver wire target for if you're looking for a quarterback. Yeah, say uh, you down or something like Tyrod Taylor or anything. Yeah, definitely take a look at Nick Foles because he uh, has been named the starter moving forward. So next right. matchup, we have Mariota. So you're taking you're taking the host that boasts or Big Scott McLombardi? I'm taking the host that boasts. Okay, and then are you taking the Yaga man or what in the hell? Taking what in the hell? But I expect it to be a closer game than expected. All right. And expect Aaron Rodgers to be the main factor if Yaga Man wins. All right. Sounds sounds like a thorough breakdown. So what's our next matchup? 
I am seeing that it is going to be the Bang Bang Nana Gang versus uh, Mariota had a little lamb. Mariota needs a little bit more work on the waivers. Um, and Bang Bang Niners Gang. Yeah. How, outside of uh, his uh, wide receiver here that's doubtful, you know, solid lineup. <laughs> but you also have one receiver uh, for Mariota had a little lamb that is questionable. So, um, see, versus Jacksonville looks like a good matchup. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to have to give the edge to Bang Bang Niner Gang just based on health in this one. Yeah. Um, Josh, take a look. When I take a look at Mariota had a little lamb, I definitely see Dak Prescott having a big game here against that Cleveland defense. Um, Joe Mixon against the Jaguars defense. Um, Jaguars defense has been playing a little bit harder against the run than people give credit for. Um, they kept Derrick Henry in check, and, you know, they I think they really made an emphasis of stopping the run this year. But, you know, Josh Jacobs, always solid. Uh, Terry McLaurin can go off at any time. But Dwayne Haskins has not been playing very good football. Um, Ron Rivera put him on notice. So I don't know if Terry McLaurin's the right guy to have in the lineup this week. Um, then you have – then you got Delaney Walker, who um, – Tough matchup against Buffalo. Buffalo plays tight ends pretty good. Plays a, plays a pass better than the run. Um, but he can always go off. And then Travis Kelsey, you start that guy every day of the week. But against New England defense, who uh, did really well um, against the Raiders last week. Uh, and their good tight end, Delaney Walker. Uh, it's going to be an interesting matchup. But Travis Kelsey, he goes off every week. Yep. Um, so, I mean, the potential's there. It just hasn't popped yet. And I'm not sure if it pops this week when you got Kyler Murray against a good, uh, a decent Carolina team without Christian McCaffrey. Then you got Nick Chubb, who's been a monster and has a Dallas team that's been in a lot of shootouts. So Nick Chubb can get his opportunities Jay Robinson, this guy scores more fantasy points than his team puts up points. I don't understand how that works, but this guy is a point machine. A.J. Green, I would take him out of my lineup completely and look for the waivers for somebody that's a little more solid and consistent because he hasn't been getting it done. Maybe he gets that ride against a struggling Jacksonville team. But, uh, yeah, Chris Goodwin. He's probably going to be out, so I would say definitely take a look at that wide receiver position, and if he addresses that, should come away with the victory. Another little sleeper wide receiver you can get, especially if the Devontae Adams injury lingers, is uh, Eddie Lazard on the Packers. He uh, he had a big day. Aaron Rodgers was was liking uh, liking and able to find him down the field, so uh, he he was hit two home run plays and uh you know he 
he was just a good, consistent target for Rodgers. So if you're struggling at wide receiver, maybe take a look at him. Yeah. And okay. then um, let's get to our last matchup here. What did you have taken so, that one? I had Bang Bang Niner Gang taking it. Um, so I'm going against the projections this week. The projections say that uh, Mariota and a little lamb should edge this one out. But I just think um, if Bang Bang Niner Gang switches up these receivers, he should be able to get it done. Because um, Mariota and little lamb, his players just have um, some bad matchups. It's not that his players aren't able to produce. It's just that they got some rough matchups. But a couple of them have some good matchups. So. We'll see, but give me give me Bang Bang Niner Gang. Nice. In our final matchups, we have the eight three one Marmadins taking on Bravehearts, which should be probably the game of the week. Absolutely, the Monday night game of the week. Projections <laughs> have Braveheart, but I mean, with Patrick Mahomes at quarterback, uh, the Kansas City running back uh, can. Uh, go off on any night if the receivers and take away from the receivers, but um, and you have Juju Smith Schuster, um, Robert Woods has been having a season so far. Um, so, but you also have an equally as powerful, uh, uh, Bravehearts here. I mean, they're running back Zeke and Delvin Cook. Always, always good to play. Um, Mike Evans. Mike Evans and um, uh, Seattle's wide receiver Mankiff. Is it Mankiff? Uh, Metcalf. Metcalf. That's right. Um, so, yeah, Metcalf has been beasting just as much as uh, T- Tyler Lockett. So, um, it's tough. This is tough. It's going to come down to matchups. Um, Buccaneers defense versus Miami, I like. But I also like uh, – the Rams defense versus the New York Giants. So, I mean, like, dude, it's just going to be one-less New York Giants. Yeah. So, it's going to be a matter of just who doesn't have any surprises, really. This this is going to be an exciting one. All right. So, here's here's what I see happening. Russell Wilson against Miami. Big day. Nine touchdowns. Ezekiel Elliott against Cleveland. Big day. Delvin Cook against Houston. Going to have a good day. Mike Evans might struggle a little bit. Chargers play the pass pretty good, but they haven't been stopping teams from scoring points. So um, that should be a good match. It should be a decent matchup. Metcalf against Miami should be a good matchup. Uh, but Miami does play the pass pretty well. They got some good corners, so don't be surprised if Metcalf doesn't go off the way that he has been going off. Um, but it still should be a decent day for him. And then, if, I don't know if he is, but probably the number one tight end in fantasy football right now is Higgins. 
or Higby, sorry, Higgins. <laughs> yeah, Tyler, uh, Higby. Hig, Tyler Higby, man, that guy plays football, and he's going against who? The New York Giants. Great matchup there. Then you have Leonard Fournette, who bad day, good day, bad day. Um, if pattern holds true, might have a good day. I'm not sure how much he's being used in that offense. Um, a lot. Might be a little hit or miss. I might look for better options if I'm on the waiver wire. Uh, maybe like Miami's running back, um, who's a full-time guy, because uh, Leonard Fournette's here in a committee. Uh, tough to tough to figure out what's really going on. Yeah, Jordan um, Howard touched down last week for the Miami running backs. Yeah, so you got uh, – and then you got the Rams defense taking on the New York Giants. So those are some really great matchups here on paper. I mean, there's a reason why we play the game, Coach. You never know what's going to happen. But anytime you got Patrick Mahomes who can drop 50, and then you got Kareem Hunt, you got the starting running back, um, Edwards, Edwards Solaire here for uh, Kansas City. But I will tell you this. The New England Patriots play uh, Patrick Mahomes and this Kansas City team hard. They they really play hard, and especially uh, – well, it's going to be at Arrowhead, so feel comfortable playing these guys, but kind of temper your expectations a little bit. Don't expect 50 points from Patrick Mahomes and 30 points from Edward Soler here. Um, so just keep that in mind. New England has good defense. They play hard. Um, yep, then got you got DBs back there. Juju Smith against Tennessee. Um, who knows what's happening with the three Tennessee players getting COVID? They're not going to be there all week. They don't even know if they're going to play this game. They might move it to Monday night. There's a lot of chaos up in the air. We don't know what's going to happen. Avoid your Titans. Um, if you got Derrick Henry, maybe play him. But oh man, I do not know what's going to happen here. I would maybe take out um, Juju Smith-Schuster just because you don't know if you're actually going to be playing this game or if the Tennessee's – I don't know what's going to be happening. Uh, but if he does play, probably a good matchup. Um, yeah, it's see. a matter of Robert, Robert Woods can go off against the New York Giants consistently. Um so this one's going to be close, but give me brave hearts here. Um, getting it done. I got, I got brave hearts. Who do you got? I'm going to go with the, the eight, three, one Marmadins. I think that Patrick Mahomes is, uh, maybe the fact that he's not playing Brady will give him a little bit of a placebo effect and, uh, finally get over that hump against, that defense now that he's seen it quite a bit. But uh, Mahomes is hot. Those receivers are hot. The tight end's hot. I mean, that defense is hot. So, I mean, I I expect a win and I think a bigger day than you expect from Mahomes just because he's been doing it so far. Um I really like the running backs on Bravehearts. I feel they have the edge there. I'll have to um I just I just think that uh uh Marmadin's receivers have a chance of going off better this week 
and then both defenses are pretty equal uh, on their matchups. So uh, I'm going to go out on a limb here and think that we finally get our uh, our undefeated guy here, Bravehearts. Um, I expect by – maybe it'll be like a 165-175 kind of game because all these players can go off with some great matchups. So who who doesn't get hurt and who performs next week is going to be the question. Yep. Who makes it out alive to join our rankings here in week five? So, Yep. And like right. I said, we've got a lot of people tied uh, for third – third and fourth place so it's it's an important week so yeah once we get to week four we start to figure out you know who the good teams are who the bottom teams are but then we also in these next four weeks here from weeks five to you know five to eight or whatever we definitely start to figure out which teams are gonna be playoff contenders so these are the most important weeks here in fantasy football these these middle weeks week four to eight you know that's that's the pivotal be active on the waivers uh make sure you're doing your research you're setting your lineups and we're definitely here to help you guys if you need to have any questions feel free all of our social media at the scott sportscast um yeah whether whether it's waiver wires start sit-ums let us know we're here to help here to build that community we're here for the scott sportscast nation and that's uh that's gonna do it for me here tonight uh, yep. any other comments for you yep we just uh we just want you guys's engagement uh tell us if you agree disagree prove not who do you think's gonna win who do you think has you know the the best matchup this week the worst matchup this week uh, just feel free to engage with us. You know, we like you said, we're building a community here, and you know, we we want everyone to feel that they can participate because the best way to spread knowledge is through a larger group. Uh, the more the more perspectives and the more ideas that you have out there, the better decisions you can make, and that's that's in life and in everything in general. So, but I think that that's going to do it here for the scott sportscast uh stay tuned we just uh released alex and an athlete where i went on an interview with arturo Perez, a uh, state high school and college uh, cross country and track runner so make sure that you uh watch that we have our weekly nfl picks coming up soon this week uh possibly thursday so stay tuned for that and uh we'll just have more more content for you this week stay tuned and from the scott sportscast from our house to yours enjoy your night salute Hello.